MoreLikeRadio.com. It's our duty to entertain you. <laughs> I said duty. Only alcohol can make life bearable. You must drink. Always drink. I blame this all on Kevin, DMU. Has anyone ever known a good person named Kevin? We, we hung out with, with Kevin from Alcohol by Volume. He only says like three words. He, he's like really shy. He really talked to me. Towards the end of the night when he was drinking more, man, he, he was he was right there with us talking on my own minute. Alcohol by Volume? Oh, I'm actually kind of drunk. Alcohol by Volume. Awesome show. You really want to get drunk? <laughs> Listen to that show. Because by hour two, he's blitzed. I'll bet. Oh, it's awesome. Because it's a beer show. Kevin, some stupid kid. Oh, weird Polish last name. Yeah. Where's your dedication there, Kevin? Your own show or someone else's? Alcohol in my volume. Alcohol in my volume. I shove alcohol in my butthole. That's not it? It's nothing to do with butthole. I mean, can you even get drunk anymore? It's kind of like a drinking a vitamin food, right? So you're blaming the drunker. Yes, I'm blaming the MLI drunker, Kevin. Hello, bartender. I have thought it over, and far from being a fat pig, you are very nice. And I would like another drink. Take a barf, drunkie! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Alcohol by Volume. The date is Tuesday, March 25th, 2014. Live here on More Like Radio. Hopefully no technical bullshit this week. I made sure I actually rebooted my computer today before the show, so hopefully no stupid shenanigans like last week. Something something was going on with my computer that was fucking with my internet connection. I I don't think it was EdCast that was dropping out. It was all my fault. I'll take the blame. Ah. So, um, hopefully I'm not too distracted once uh, 7.30 hits. I think it's 7.30, because uh, there is a uh, Red Wings-Blue uh, Jackets game tonight, which has major playoff implications. As of right now, the Red Wings are back in the playoff picture, which means my drinking may increase significantly come mid-April. The NHL playoffs, I think with just about any hockey fan, except for maybe... I don't know, like Blue Jackets fans, Calgary Calgary Flames fans, Edmonton Oilers fans for the past, what, eight years now. Um, other than them, you know, hockey fans will know that NHL playoffs take years off your life. And there was actually a small part of me that was somewhat relaxed by the fact that the Wings could actually miss the playoffs this season for the first time in 23 years. Uh, but they're they're in a good spot, the first uh, wild card seed right now, so see what happens. But if they lose tonight, uh, they could kind of fuck that up a little bit. So, um, hockey and beer go together, so I'll start talking about beer now. I killed off the remaining beer in my fridge, finally. Uh, it was the rest of the Mr. Beer that I had. Uh, what the hell else did I have? I had that Miller Fortune, and I even killed off that uh, bottle of Recorder League Cider that I had in the fridge. And in fact, I kind of got chastised a little bit by uh, Record Order Leg on Twitter. I they they seem to think that I was implying that having only a bottle of the Record Order Leg and then a can of Cranberita was a bad thing in my fridge after I had finished off my beers. So I'm like, no, no, no. Having the Record Order Leg is a good thing, and I'm going to enjoy it. And I did enjoy it this weekend. Cut up a lime wedge, popped it in there. It's it's one of those rare ciders that is actually good on the rocks. Um. 
I I know little Matt swears by record or leg. Um, so that I finished that up and then I had to go stock up. Um, oh God, Oxtail's a Caps fan. Well, okay, I got I got to look at the standings now just to see see uh, where the Caps are threatening here. Let's see here. Uh, standings. Let's look at the wild card. Oh, son of a bitch! They're right up our ass. Uh, let's see. Washington, seventy-nine points. Uh, we got eighty, but we have a game in hand on Washington. If anything, Washington is more of a threat to Toronto right now. A game in hand on Toronto, and one point back. So, uh, I I, I can still kind of root for Washington a little bit. Um, I mean, I have no Vetchkin jersey, so why not? But um. Uh, I know Dennis will be mad because I'm. I, oh, oof! Jersey's five points back from the wild card. Game in hand on Toronto. Uh, and then game back from Detroit. Not, not looking good for the Devils. Not looking good for the Devils. Wait, Red Sox is cheering for the Blue Jackets now. You son of a bitch! I will. I will admit though, if the Red Wings do not make it into. The postseason, I will be rooting full force for the Blue Jackets, provided they make it in. Just that underdog kind of thing. They've only made it into the postseason once in their history, and the Red Wings dispatched them rather expediently. I believe that was a four-game sweep, their first uh, foray into the playoffs, so they haven't even gotten a playoff win yet. Um, so... The beers that I stocked up on this weekend, I finally got Stone's go-to IPA, and I got a old reliable, I got Kona Cocoa Brown, that coconut beer, which I absolutely love. I found that the lime and the chocolate brew salts, respectively, go really, really nicely with those. The lime in the uh, Stone go-to IPA was perfect. Brew salt actually replied to a comment that I left on their website. I was just trying to figure out if there was any trick to getting the salt to dissolve a little bit faster, dissolve a little bit better. And they said, really, they just kind of sprinkle it in. And because it's sea salt, it just kind of, you know, it, it, it doesn't dissolve as well as other salts. Fine. But it worked really well with the go-to. Uh, and it actually seemed to dissolve pretty well, too. I mean, maybe I just let it sit a little bit longer. And then the cocoa brown, the chocolate in that, I got that to dissolve really nicely. Uh, Kona Brewing actually tweeted me when I mentioned that I had the brew salt in there and they were wondering if it was kind of like an Almond Joy. It did have some of that flavor profile to it, so it was pretty good. Uh, what else did I get? Blue Point uh, Scrambler. Want, Scrambler wanting me to cheer for another original six team. Uh, uh, no. Why would I? I'm not I'm not cheering for Chicago. Fuck Chicago. Sorry, Scrambler. <laughs> That that is just that is not in my genetic makeup. I I can't cheer for Chicago. I can't cheer for Toronto. Um, I guess I could kind of cheer for the Habs. Um, I don't really want to cheer for Boston uh, because I still don't like Aginla. Uh, eh, fuck it. I'll, I'll I'll cheer for the Rangers then. I I, I have a Shanahan Rangers jersey so. I still don't like Chicago, even though we're separated by a conference now. I'm not cheering for Chicago. I'm sorry. Patrick Kane's a douchebag. Uh, Duncan Keith is pretty good, though. I, I can't I can't really hate Duncan Keith. And it, as much as I want to, I can't hate Jonathan Taze either, except when he has a meltdown temper tantrum, which is amusing. But 
Sorry, Scrams. I, I cannot, I cannot bring myself to to cheer for Chicago. It's just, there, there's just too much history there. <laughs> um, it's almost kind of. I, I, I still, I still could not. Oh, I still could not bring myself to cheer for the Avalanche now. Even, oh, just years removed. I mean, wait, gave gave us Chelios, <laughs> gave us Chelios. Yeah, and we gave you Thomas uh, Kopechki. How'd that work out? <laughs> well, actually, wait. Uh, that that actually did work out pretty good for you because it got you got you Hosa. So you're welcome there. We gave you Hosa. I, I think you won on that deal. Um, where the hell was I going with that? Oh, okay. This was a weird, weird thing I found out about. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into this. It, it, those of you that follow me on Twitter and stuff, you know that a couple weekends ago, I. Called nine one one to save a guy and his dog that had fallen in some ice. I'm not getting to that. The guy messaged me on Facebook though to thank me, and then I saw on his Facebook feed that he's actually an Avs fan. So if this had happened uh, maybe closer to around twenty years ago, I may have had to think twice about uh, calling nine one one for the guy. Well, no, I, I would have called nine one one for the dog. Uh, the dog has no choice. What hockey team his owner's a fan of? But ugh, Avs. Oof. But now with Patrick Waugh behind the bench, I, I, I cannot, I cannot support that team either. I don't know. There, there are a lot. <laughs> I did not push him in. Ixnay, Ixnay. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of teams that I am perfectly okay with rooting for. It, it, it's weird, but Anaheim doesn't bug me like they used to. I think it's because uh, Pronger isn't on there anymore. I mean, he hasn't been on there in ages. But ugh. when Pronger was on Anaheim, I fucking hated them uh i don't really have a problem with la i don't have a problem uh, san jose bugs me a little bit um hate pittsburgh of course everybody does um don't really have a problem with carolina i like tampa bay i'd, I'd love to see tampa bay get another cup for uh for eiserman there um but I I don't even know how many of my listeners are hockey fans i, I know people in the chat are hockey fans but that might be about it so, let's see, what are the rest of the beers I got this weekend? I got Blue Point Sour Cherry Imperial Imperial Stout. It didn't have enough sour for my taste. The The cherry flavor was really, really in the background, and I, I guess that because it was an Imperial Stout, I probably should have expected that. But when you put sour cherry on the label, I expected more out of that. Um, what I'm drinking right now, Terrapin Reunion Ale 2013. A collaboration between Terrapin, uh, Schmaltz Brewing is, let's see, it is a malt beverage brewed with cinnamon with natural flavors added. It's got chocolate, vanilla, cinnamon, and coffee, and I guess they used uh, Jittery Joe's coffee for this one, and it is actually really, really, really good. Um, Oh, yeah, Oxtail has an excellent point in the chat, and if you're not in the chat and you're listening live, morelikeradio.com slash live. Join in the fun. Um, <laughs> Scrambler says the next Revolution Brew he's sending to me. It's anti-hero IPA. Hell, I like the look of that can anyway. Um, but yeah, Oxtail in the chat says, we all agree that all Pittsburgh players should get syphilis and rot in hell. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, I can't think of a single player on that roster I actually like. Uh, James Neal's a piece of shit. Evgeny Malkin's a piece of shit. 
Uh, Sidney Crosby tries to pretend he's not a piece of shit, but he's a piece of shit too. You know, ball punching third guy in you know, from behind, all that wonderful stuff. And and he likes Justin Bieber too. I mean, just just do it. Do a Google search for Justin Bieber, Sidney Crosby, and you'll you'll see him at a Justin Bieber concert. Yes, yes, he's there. Ah, uh, so this this reunion ale. Um, chocolate, vanilla, cinnamon, coffee. Flavors go really, really, really well together. Uh, it's a bomber-sized bottle. I'm about eh, halfway through it. Really, really good. Very, very happy to have gotten this. Scrambler likes uh, Mario Lemieux. I ugh, I don't even like Mario because I remember at the, at the tail end of his career, I remember one game, the Penguins, and this was, this was pre-Crosby. Cause it, they only played with each other, I think, for one season, maybe one and a half season, something like that. Uh, the Penguins were getting blown out, like six to nothing. Lemieux goes to take a face face off and then leaves the ice. And the announcers are confused. They're like, uh, "Is it an equipment problem? Uh, well, it didn't didn't look like he got injured or anything in the face off. Uh, I don't know. He, he's he's in the dressing room. We 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 don't know what's going on. We're we're trying to find out." And it actually turned out that there was no equipment problem. You know, he he didn't show up for the rest of the game. There was no injury or anything. He just gave up on the game. And that's that's whiny, whiny bullshit. But that's that is what I have come to expect from that organization. I mean, this is the same organization that the fans cannot appreciate the fact that Yager was one of their greatest players. No, they boo him relentlessly. So, uh, it's turning into a hockey pot. You know, MLR needs a hockey show. We need a hockey show. I would, I would join in on that. I mean, I don't know what we would do during the summer. I don't know. Maybe just drink and talk off-season hockey. Um, but I don't know. Anybody interested in that? Let us know on Facebook on the More Like Radio page. I don't know because we got a football show. We got wrestling shows up the ass. So, um, what else did I get? Uh, Victory Helios Farmhouse Ale. The main reason... Oh, yeah. Um, Scrambler says Yager tried to rape Howells at a bar once. I actually... I did see that story somewhere. That's that's not a joke. Um, that is pretty much fact. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I think Gretzky is a kind of... Well, he, he's turned into a very whiny bitch in his older age. I mean, look, look at when he was behind the bench with Phoenix, although that was hilarious when he would melt down. Um, fuck. Okay. Back to the beer. Back to the beer. See, I, I could ramble on with hockey for two hours if I wanted to. So if you guys want a hockey show on MLR, let us know. Go to the MLR Facebook page. Talk about it. Um, Victory Helios Farmhouse Ale. Only reason I picked it up was because it was three ninety nine on sale for a bomber. So I figured, how bad can it be? Victory does good stuff. I'm trying to get back into the Saisons again. And then I got Clown Shoes Luchador El Fuego, which is a uh, bourbon barrel aged version of chocolate sombrero. I'm assuming, at least. Um, it didn't say that it was, but it's pretty much the same, you know, same ingredients and everything. Um, yeah, Red Sox says even as a player, he was a bitch, just sat parked in front of the net. Um, well, you know, what what about Thomas Holmstrom? I mean, Thomas Holmstrom, I think, was the the best ever in front of the net, honestly. Oh, Scrams has a Gretzky jersey, but he went Oilers like a man. See, I, my, my my friend my friend Tommy out in Finland, I don't know if he listens or not, 
he he likes to collect hockey jerseys, and he actually has a Crosby jersey, and I I I I don't totally begrudge him for it because as a hockey fan, he is entitled to have. You know, he, he's a Red Wings fan first and foremost. So as a hockey fan, he's in, he's entitled to that. I mean, my, my jerseys right now. I got a Buffalo Miller jersey. I got a uh, Ranger Shanahan jersey. I have an Islanders Osgood jersey. I think I might still have a Red Wings Osgood jersey too. Then uh, Red Wings Winter Classic number one Zetterberg, Winter Classic number two Datsuk, and then a away Andreas Lilia. Um, apologies to uh, what was it? Uh, where did he, where did he play last? Anaheim, I think. Yeah. Now he's. I think he's over in the KHL now. Um, I, I I love I love that Miller jersey. That oh god! And I, if Dennis is still in the chat, he's probably going to post a picture of me in the Miller jersey. Son of a bitch! I knew I'd regret bringing that up. I'm trying to think if I have any other. I don't think I have any. Oh yeah, duh, my Ovechkin jersey, my uh, um, away jersey pre pre captaincy. So I mean, I I got on the ground floor with that. Ha ha! Bandwagon. Um, did I grab? Oh yeah, I did grab other beers. Um, ugh. okay. I, I talked about this one. It was either on last week's show or the week before. Shock Tops Honey Bourbon Wheat. I did grab a single of it, and it was not. Ugh, it was not very good. The, the honey was really overpowering, drowning out the other flavors. It, it, very artificial tasting. I, mean, I drank the whole thing. I'm not stupid. But it, I'm glad I didn't get a six-pack of it. Um, let's see. Um, Dogfish Head 61. Because I, I want to say I've had it before, but I can't remember having it. Uh, Dewclaw Helenwood Barley Wine and then Goose Island's 312 Urban Wheat, which I have a bottle right in front of me that I will have after my reunion ale. Um... And I wanted to grab Stone's new Enjoy by IPA, but the places I went, they were already sold out. Empty spots on the shelf for him. Kind of of a bummer. Um, Still more hockey talk in the chat. Uh, Red Sox says his best jersey. Oh. Best jersey is Gordie Howe, New England Whalers. Wait, New England? You mean, wait. Oh, yeah, New England Whalers jersey uh, that he has signed by him. Uh, I, I, I have one thing signed by Gordie Howe. And oh, it's three one two, not three twelve. I'm oh uh, the um, area code, right? Scrams. I'm sorry, three one two, Urban Weedale. I apologize, got that wrong. Um, I have one thing signed by Gordy Howe. It is a Denny's uh, order slip because back when I lived in Michigan, maybe about the year before I moved out of there, found out that uh, and, and for any Michigan locals, you'll know exactly where I'm talking about. The Denny's at Lakeside Mall. I had a bunch of friends that worked there. And apparently one day, uh, Gordy Howe and his wife, uh, who has since passed, they were up there eating. So I I, um, I got to meet Gordy and his wife. I did not interrupt them in the middle of their meal. Uh, I think I think I interrupted them in between ordering and the meal coming out. If, if there had been food in front of them, I would not have even thought. But, um, you know, shook, shook the man's hand, still had a hell of a grip then. Um, it was very, very nice. And oddly enough, Gordy is the only Red Wing player I've ever met. I, I haven't met any of the current players, any of the recent retirees or anything. Gordy's the only one. Closest I ever got otherwise was, I think, um, when I was working at 
Toys R Us one Christmas. I think it, it was probably back in 95, 94, 94 maybe. Because I think it was like uh, 94, 95. I was like 15. And Dino Cicerelli came shopping in there. But I didn't actually see him. I just heard about it. So, God damn. Almost half an hour on Hockey Talk. It's amazing. It's amazing. See, I saw in the chat that um, Judge would... Uh, yeah, Judge is apparently a hockey fan as well. Uh, who's Judge's team? That that'll that'll determine whether I think he's uh, worthy of this or not. But I think I think we got enough hockey fans among us that you can have a fucking rotating cast of characters. I think I I think it'd be good. I don't know. Uh, if I had enough time in the week, I'd try and pitch it. But uh, son of a bitch, Alan has met Quenville. Oh, see I. I will admit, I, I hate Quenville, but it's because he's a damn good coach. He's a, a curmudgeon. Oh, the man gave us no end of problems, like over the years in the Western Conference. Uh, it, and the one the one time he beat us in the playoffs was last season. That was the first time a Quenville coach team ever beat the Red Wings in the playoffs, and it took a game seven overtime and a. Ugh, uh, 3-1 series lead collapse by the Red Wings to do it, but there you go. Uh, so speaking of all those different beers that I got, when me and my wife and my kid finally move, whenever that happens, whether it's to Florida, to somewhere else in Jersey, Pennsylvania, I don't fucking know. I want to get a mini fridge for my studio specifically for beers. I have a couple on my Amazon wish list. I was looking at wine fridges but I know that's not really great for beers because a lot of the wine fridges, you know, you have the bottles resting on their sides um, and obviously not good for a lot of beers like that. Yeast settles weird and stuff like that. The one I have saved on my wish list has 150 can capacity. I'm not sure how much that ends up being in terms of bottles, but that's still a good size. But if anybody has any suggestions for that, hit me up on Twitter, um, MLR underscore alcohol. I'm looking hundred hundred fifty dollar range. I I don't know if there's there's some magic fridge out there that is perfect for beer for you know stocking like a guy like me. But I eventually do want to get something like that because I uh, I'm running out of space in the fridge upstairs. I'd, I'd like to just keep everything down here in my studio or wherever my studio ends up being wherever we move to. I just don't want to move a fridge with me. Um. And went out getting beer this weekend. It, it, it would figure that the timing on this would be like this. When I was out getting beer, I actually saw a bottle of 2012 Utopias at my liquor store. <laughs> so if anybody in the North Jersey area is looking for it, check out Sandy's Liquor in the Village Green Plaza in Bud Lake. They've got it behind the counter. I don't know how much it is, but it's there. Uh, the only reason I knew it was the 2012 was because it said 10th Anniversary Edition across the uh, bottom of the bottle. So if you're looking for that, there's one there. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I already have one, I probably would have bought it, but I don't think I need two different editions of Utopias. I mean, it's going to take me a little bit to get through this one that I have, um, which is very delicious on its own, but it, I, I'm, st- I'm still waiting for the weather to actually turn here so I can you know, have my Utopia cigar outside, and they're forecasting more fucking snow for us tonight. I know a friend of mine on Twitter was posting snow in Nashville, um, they're talking like one to three inches for us tonight, which is just annoying. Ugh, it's just about all finely melted. And now we get more bullshit. Um, uh, 
if you remember, uh, it was a few weeks ago, I think, I brought up the draft beer Jelly Belly jelly beans that were coming out. You know, people getting all pissy about them and everything, but th- this ain't about that. I finally bit the bullet and ordered some of the draft beer jelly bellies. You know, I, I never shy away from this stuff. I mean, I you know, I got the brew salt, which fantastic. I got the on tap, um, like squirt bottle thingies that aren't aren't bad. They they you know they're cheap and they seem to do decent stuff to cheaper beer. But I ordered some of the draft beer jelly bellies, and specifically after reading a review on them bashing them. Uh, I, I think what, what did they describe it? I think they said it tasted something like wet socks, which I don't know. That doesn't really make sense to me. But uh, but I want to see if they're truly as bad as the review states, or if it's just a pissy, too cool for the room reviewer. I was looking on Amazon; they were only selling them by like one pound bags, two pound bags, like twenty, thirty bucks. I'm like, fuck that. Went on uh, eBay, got a half pound bag for I think with shipping it was like ten bucks. So. I should have those by tomorrow or Thursday, so I'll be able to report on those on next week's show, which happens to be April Fool's Day. I will not be doing any, um, you know, wacky, you know, kind of stuff. I may be doing something a little different, which uh, I think little Matt knows what I'm talking about, but um, no, no, no wacky hijinks per se. Uh, oof. God damn, this beer's good. Seriously, if if you can find a bottle of Reunion Ale 13 from um, Terrapin and Schmaltz, very, very, very good. Uh, how strong is it? 7.5, so that's not too bad. Pour the rest of this bottle in here. Drinking out of my, let's see, it's the uh, Union Dale Fire Department. Uh, dedication of a new truck on September 17th, 1995. I got this... Uh, beer mug at a garage sale and it's one of those like uh the stout dimpled ones i love it it's great i don't care as a fire truck on it i mean my, my father-in-law is a firefighter so why not um i've been collecting bottle caps again i may have mentioned that in the past too i was going to buy this beer cap related shadow box that i bookmarked online for ages and in fact i think i i might even still have it on my amazon Wish list. Let me see if I can find it, and I'll post a picture in the chat. Uh, yep, I do. Now, let's see. The base price... See, that's so fucking weird. When I had it listed on Amazon, it, they were selling it for $20. Now they're now it's apparently listed for 60 That I do not understand, but... Or, um, basically... Well, you know what? Let me do the image so you can see in the chat more like radio.com slash live. You can see what this thing looks like. You know, it, pr- pretty basic. I'm assuming it has like a slot at the top to, you know, um, dump the bottle caps into. Decal on the glass. It's like, a, you know, like kind of a Pilsner glass. And that one is, what did I say? Uh, $60. Um, there's another one that says good times, good beers. Uh, kind of lame. That one sold out custom where they can do a custom decal for you that one's 75 i'm like oh I, I was thinking well i could do a custom decal i could do that abv logo put it on there and then i realized why can't i just make a custom decal myself through some other company i mean this thing is the shadow box is 16 by 20 
But I found out my wife actually has a shadow box that she never used. It's about 12 by 12, about an inch deep. And I'm just going to go through this one company, and I think I have that bookmark too. If anybody's ever uh, gotten anything from them, I'm just curious how they are. Uh, let's see. Carstickers.com. They do custom one-color cutout stickers. Uh, I can get one that is like 36 square inches for 1050. Uh, if I want to order 10 of them, 640 a piece, you know, for 64 bucks. So I figure I can do a one color ABV logo on this thing and, um, make myself a shadow box for a lot cheaper than 75 bucks. You know, free shadow box for my wife, $10, uh, $10 decal and, you know, nice thing. And if, and if, I don't know if the decal comes out good, if anybody's interested in an ABV decal for, I don't know, side of their computer, uh, laptop, uh, mixing board, car, if you're really weird, uh, let me know. And Sherry has entered the chat. I'm very happy to see Sherry uh, because I saw her on Facebook today and I knew she was traveling and she is currently in Pennsylvania and Mitch is home alone having random gay sex. Wait, is it, is it gay if he's having it with himself though? Uh, well then uh, the way Mitch does it. Yeah, probably. Uh, Son of a bitch. Ah, my sinuses are acting up tight. So I guess I can dip in to the news stories as such now that Sherry's here. We were waiting for you. Seriously, we were. Uh, The breeders of Citra and Mosaic Hops, they are going to unveil a new hop at the 2014 Craft Brewers Conference. There's not much other info on this other than the official release. I was looking all over just to see if I could find out anything, whether they were going to get into, you know, whether it was more aroma-based, whether it was more flavor-based, whether, you know, what, what kind of profile they were going for. All the press release says is this. The hop breeding company will be unveiling a new hop variety during the CBC. This unique variety features high oil content and a complex aroma flavor profile. So it's not really telling us anything there, just that it's complex. Uh, from the breeders of Citra and Mosaic, this variety is sure to be a hit with craft brewers nationwide. And obviously, a new hop variety can only be good for new beer creation and production. So, figure it's good news there. And uh, I, don't, I don't even know when the, the CBC is, so I'm going to have to look that up and find out when that actually gets revealed. Um, oh, and if you remember the... Uh, wait, I did have that. Where the hell did it go? Son of a bitch. Let me find that link. Um, oh, maybe I didn't have a link for that. Okay. The growler laws in Florida, they've been battling this for a while. I covered this months ago. Basically, they're not allowed to have the standard size 64-ounce growlers. It can only be the 32-ounce or the ridiculously large 128-ounce. And it is it becomes cost-prohibitive for the breweries and the brew pubs because they're non-standard sizes I mean, who wants a 32-ounce growler? Who wants a 128-ounce growler? I mean, 64 is your standard. So it's still an ongoing fight. But in an interview with the Associated Press, this this shows you the state of politics today and how stupid these morons are. Well, they're stupid and, of course, beholden to their interest groups. In an interview with the AP, Florida State Senate President Don Gates said that um, he, he I'm sorry he admitted that bills crafted to deny consumers ass, uh, access to the standard 64 ounce growlers quote 
are against his free market principles, but that he'll vote for them anyway because his friend, an Anheuser-Busch InBev distributor and a big GOP donor, told him to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a donor said, oh, no, 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 don't, 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 don't you know, don't, don't let them do the growler change. Fucking morons. Um, let's see, Scrams has a good article here. Uh, that the lawmakers make beer growler bill look better and more popular. Hey! Long-brewing lager feud in the Florida legislature was flattened Monday when lo- House lawmakers amended a beer growler bill to allow craft brewers more, more latitude to have unlimited guest taps in their pubs. The bill authorizes 64-ounce beer growlers already legal in 47 other states, also delves into Florida's complicated three-tier system of beer brewers, distributors, and retailers by allowing some manufacturers to sell their beer at their breweries. Very nice. Um, let's see. Complicated, complicated issue. Uh, last, <laughs> last week, Anheuser-Busch weighed in to clarify the mega beer company had no qualms with growlers. Anheuser-Busch is supportive of deregulating container sizes in Florida, including allowing for 64-ounce growlers. <sighs> yeah, then why have, they, why have they been fighting it all along? They've been lobbying against it because they know that craft beer is getting a very big foothold in Florida. And if you force them to use non-standard growlers, you're forcing them to spend more money than they have to for those growlers. Anheuser-Busch is full of shit. Um, let's see, this bill is just one of several beer and booze-related bills vo- bills vying for attention in the legislature's 60-day session. Lawmakers are also considering tweaking the three-tier system to allow some retailers, like restaurants, to buy booze directly from retailers instead of from wholesalers. So yeah, Florida, Florida's just as fucked up with their, you know, beer laws and everything as pretty much most of the rest of the country. Most of the rest of the country has some stupid alcohol-related law on the books somewhere. Some states, more stupid than others. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I'd like to know what is the most lenient state in the country when it comes to stuff. You know, no no, you know, no limit on Sunday sales and, um, you know, a very high um, APV limit on beers. Like, it, there, there, there are certain states that can't, you know, for instance, can't sell beers higher than 12%. Um, you know, other states I've heard, you know, higher than 10% and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I I know I've looked into the beer laws everywhere again and again and again, but that that's one I've always found bizarre that, you know, you can you can sell spirits right and left. But if your beer goes to a higher alcohol level, oh, no, 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 can't sell it in this state. I mean, think of states like Utah when it comes to that, probably. Um, I actually just picked up this story today. A planned Washington, D.C. brew pub eliminates tipping by paying their employees a living wage. Oh, oh, how novel, how novel. It's a crazy idea that just might work. Um, the public option at 1601 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast is supposed to open by late summer or early fall. They won't accept tips. Uh, the owner said... He plans to pay a living wage of at least $15 an hour. If anybody leaves money on the table, the staff will decide on a charity to donate it to, either weekly or monthly. The public option will have notes on the tables and on its website explaining its policy. Now, of course, you can say this is destined to fail. The guy realizes it. 
He says, we're uncomfortable with the dynamic that's created by tipping. We may end up crashing and burning, but we're going to give it a try. And I'll give total credit to this guy. He fully admits that this may not work. Um, but I, I think it's actually a cool idea. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't have, I don't have problems, you know, tipping weight staff like that. Um, I guess it gets kind of weird depending on, you know, like if, you know, if I get a beer, I tip a buck. Uh, if I get a mixed drink, I tip a buck. What if it's a more, you know, what if it's like, you know, a three or four ingredient mixed drink as opposed, I don't really order mixed drinks out, but just for the sake of argument, uh, you know, what if it's a three and four ingredient versus a two ingredient or something like that? I don't know. But this is, this is interesting. I mean, and you know, tips obviously are not guaranteed. So this, this is better for the employees. So curious how that's going to work out. Um, ah, thank you, Scrams. Have to maybe I'll you know I'll, I'll check this out over the break. Uh, best and worst. You know, it, <laughs> just you know, I I may may discuss this after uh, after break. Um, but just to tease the best, I'm not surprised by the second one. But uh, Missouri, Nevada, Wisconsin, and I'm not surprised by the worst, particularly number one and number three from this. Utah, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania. I've dealt with Pennsylvania liquor stores. So I'm hope I'm hoping Sherry did not have uh, immense difficulties because I uh, you know I, I tried to tip her off to some nice stuff out there, but I know the problem with Pennsylvania is a lot of you know, the distributors buying cases and stuff like that. Oof. You can't you can't buy a single bottle most of the time. But thank you for finding that, Scrams. Um, bookmark that just in case something crashes out on me. And uh, Oxtail says, "Oh, okay, yeah. It, just just beware of that, Sherry. Yeah, if if you if you find stores, uh, <laughs> still need to find one. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. Like I know um, when when I would go to Pennsylvania to do shoots at this one college up there." There's a, um, yeah, she's on a private jet, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> fancy, fancy. Um, there's one place in Schnecksville, Pennsylvania, called Nebulous Beverages. And great selection there, fantastic selection. The only problem is you have to buy a case. So, you know, if you can find a variety pack of something, that's always good. Otherwise, you want to find something you really, really like. I know there are exceptions to that. I know, for instance, you can get a six-pack at bars. As weird as that sounds. Um, (laughs) Yes, I know, Sherry. I could have worked with you. I just didn't want to move to Minnesota. We're we're, we're pissy enough about the winter here. I don't think I'd deal with uh, Minnesota. Um, Yeah, Scrams said he went to a grocery store in PA, asked where the beer was. They told him you can only buy beer from distributors. And that's that's pretty much it. Um, it's distributors, but I do remember I um, when I was um, dating my ex when she was going to Penn State. They went to get beer and they stopped at a bar. Guy went in and walked out with a couple six packs, and I was baffled. I'm like, wait, you're buying your beer at a bar, and apparently you can get those lesser amounts at a bar. Not all bars do it. But some of them do apparently, um, and I know when I was down in uh, Philly getting my Utopias, um, I I remember the the guy from Brewkeep that I was there with Sean Creel. Um, I remember he was saying that 
there were some stores, I guess, within Philly that you were able to buy like bomber bottles and stuff like that. So I know there there is wiggle room, but I think it might in some cases depend on municipalities. I, I'm not 100% sure with that, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Scrambler is now known as Scrams. Um, they're, um, Pennsylvania is a weird, weird fucking state when it comes to that, but they do get some really good stuff out there. There's some great local stuff and there's stuff that I can't find elsewhere. You know, I can't find in Jersey, so I will happily drive to Pennsylvania for it. I mean, I still got to drive to New York state because there's a couple places about an hour away from me. In fact, I might even do it this weekend where I can get uh, cigar city. So I got to check that out. Hopefully, hopefully this weekend. Um, uh, this this one has been all over the interwebs this week. Um, I would have expected this to be a Florida story, but this is actually a Michigan story, which probably isn't surprising either. And I believe it's uh, was it in uh, what what town is it? Uh, Linden, which I think might be kind of near Flint. O'Doul's beer given to Michigan elementary school students during history lesson. Students at a Michigan elementary school were given O'Doul's beer during a history lesson earlier this month about what things were like during colonial times. It was fifth graders. Even half a percent EBV will knock them for a loop, you fucking moron teacher. Yes, it is a valid lesson explaining how colonists would drink beer for sustenance due to a lack of clean water. But you teach the lesson. You don't make it hands-on, dipshit. Ah. And oddly enough, though, nobody seems to be losing their shit over this. So I, I will... I'm, I'm probably the one most losing my shit over it, oddly. Um, uh, the superintendent... Let's see. Uh, I think it was the superintendent. Yes. Superintendent uh, Ed Kalido. Uh, this is from the article. He said, We talked to the teacher and said this was an inappropriate choice. That's one way to put it. Um, there were a lot better choices to represent a colonial era drink than what was chosen here. Nobody complained to the teacher. That's good. Principal or me, also good. We monitored the situation the next day. It was a dead topic, so we just left it at that. Then uh, Scott Maker, president of the Linden School Board, he said, I know the teacher and I know her as being a very responsible person. I know there was no intent to expose anyone to harm. Just poor thought in this situation. And finally, one more thing from the article. It's unclear whether the teacher will be disciplined for her actions at this time. In most cases in the U.S., you would think that she'd be out on her ass immediately. So I give them huge props for not completely overreacting to this. Uh, Linden Police Chief Scott Sutter said his department has not received any complaints about the situation. I think in this case, we can say that Linden, Michigan has a bunch of very level-headed people in their community. You know, meanwhile, you have, you know, places with high school classes teaching about the process of fermentation. Not even, you know, you know, you know, they're they're maybe making beer or making, you know, elements that could become beer not drinking it, not even drinking it, and they 
fucking lose their shit over it. Oh, what is my daughter learning? I'm pulling her out of class. Oh, no, no. I mean, you guys remember that. That, oh, that, that whole debacle. And um, I remember the, 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 the I think, oh, shit. I'm try- I, I might be mixing articles together, but I seem to remember a girl that wasn't happy about the class being... I think she like reported for the school newspaper and basically explaining everything that was with it. And she actually, she contacted me at one point and, um, she, she was, she was stunned at the overreaction with it too. With this one, you would think that this teacher, yes, this teacher gave fifth grade students beer. Yes. It's quote, non-alcoholic, still half a percent ABV. And you know, these are little kids. These are little kids. Even that little of an amount may still hit them a bit. But the fact is, the superintendent is not overreacting. The principal is not overreacting. I'd really like to know where this teacher was coming from with this because, I mean, the the, the president of the Linden School Board said he knows this teacher as being a very responsible person. But what responsible person would do that would you know give quote non-alcoholic beer to fifth graders i mean it, i i i wonder if this teacher was so ignorant as to think that non-alcoholic beer is truly non-alcoholic if so that worries me just slightly that someone like that's teaching kids but i i'd really like to know what her thought process was with that because, ugh. but again, I'm 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 more impressed that not everybody's losing their shit over it, um, or if they are, they're losing their shit silently inside their own house and not making a big deal about it, which is pretty much you know fine with me. Ah, uh, last thing before the break, uh, I believe uh, Dennis, our own Western Echo. I uh, posted this in the Facebook group page. Group? Yeah, group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash alcohol by volume. Um, Jesus, Scrams, where are you guys finding these pictures? Uh, I just see kids drinking. Okay, now, the, the first picture, you, you, I don't know, if, if you look at the, if you look at the different beverages, that girl may just actually have sparkling grape juice there. Uh, you, you look at the, you look at the kind of head on the beverage, and yeah, I don't know. I think it's a different drink. Uh, then let's see the other. Let's see another picture from Foams. It is what the hell is that kid drinking? I mean, it could be an energy drink, but he does look drunk. And if it was an energy drink, um, that you know he he would look a little more pepped up. But then uh, the one that Scrams posted here, uh, <laughs> that looks a little more questionable because I I I, I see. I see a fucking uh, Bacardi logo on uh, a couple of these bottles here. Uh, like Bacardi, I don't know, wine cooler kind of thingies here. Uh, those are those are some uh, those are some drinking kids. Oh, Google results for drunk children. Okay. <laughs> I love that one, Scrams. I know I've seen that kid before, but I, I haven't seen the uh, some of the meme text on it. Uh, do do a Google search for drunk children. You'll you'll probably find it. it. the The image starts with "Hey you, yeah you," and then you'll 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 find the rest of it. <laughs> I 
love shit. I, I admit that I still love memes. Still love memes. As stupid as a lot of them are. Um, so it, Dennis posted this. Uh, France is attempting to outlaw neck nomination. Now, if you don't remember what neck nomination is, I covered this a while back too. It's basically you, you know, do a drink. You take a drink in some risky, daring, bizarre fashion. You video yourself doing it. You upload it to YouTube, and then you dare other people to, I guess, either do that same thing or you know, up the stakes, pretty much. Well, an alcohol charity, and this is a mouthful, France's National Association for Prevention of Alcoholism and Addiction, also known as ANPA, they filed legal proceedings last week to outlaw the practice, which involves, like I said, people filming themselves downing a drink in some strange, potentially risky way, nominating others on social media to follow suit. Allegedly, Neck nomination claimed its fifth victim, oh no, when 20-year-old Bradley Eames filmed himself last month drinking two pints of gin. Well, I just call that bowing out gracefully from the gene pool, because if you're going to drink two pints of gin and video yourself doing it, well, you're doing it wrong. Um, I, don't know, I, I think this is just more nanny state nonsense. Uh, I mean... I, I see stupid stuff like that come out of the UK. I guess France is in on it too. Uh, stupid people are going to do stupid shit. It, there's there's really no other way around that. Um, you know, as we've seen in our own, you know, I'm you know talking from the United States locally, um, our own pretty fucked up country. You you can't legislate against stupidity. Otherwise, more than half the U.S. would be locked up. I mean, we can we can pretty easily admit that. Um, <laughs> I am I am loving these pictures in the chat. Well, well done, guys. Also, Google uh, Fulms, uh, Fulms was struggling, struggling. Wow, googling. Uh, I think that that is what you call drunk googling, drungling. Uh, he was googling drunk kid. These are fantastic. <laughs> this bitch, you know what this bitch does? After nine months, she evicts me and says happy birthday. Very nice. Um, so I, I'm on social media pretty frequently. I, I spend, I spend a lot of my day on Twitter. You know, I, I, I hit into, you know, Facebook and Google plus, um, you know, I, I fall down the YouTube rabbit hole from time to time and I've yet to actually organically run across any instance of neck nomination. I would not know necessarily how to search for it and you know organically I just I don't happen across it I don't see anybody doing it on Twitter or anything I know it started in Australia I mean has it not hit the US but I mean again you know social media is global Uh, I mean I follow people on social media all around the world so I have no idea Um, (laughs) one picture that Fulms posted uh, Scram's comments, that's just making fun of the retarded now. That's not nice to call Indian people retarded. I mean, it may be accurate in some cases, you know, including my former co-worker, but still. Uh, what the hell? That one forms, that almost looks like that's from, like, some documentary or something. I mean, 
I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it was like you know MTV's True Life. I'm a preteen alcoholic or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I've never I've never run up against any neck nomination. I've never seen any videos. I've never seen anybody mentioning it. Um, see, Alan loves racist Kev. No, I just I I I just I just don't like Indians for the most part. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I have to I have to admit that. Sorry. Oh, okay, some drunk nine-year-old at a skate park. Ah, oh. yeah, because I mean, like I don't know, just like the, the it almost it almost looks like it was like ripped from video instead of just a straight-up picture. So I don't know. But Jesus, I wouldn't want to be. I used to skateboard. I would not want to be skating drunk. I'm sorry. Like I could barely stay on my board sober. Ah. I guess now is as good a time as any to hit break. Um, you know what? Fuck! I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even teasing anything for the second half of the show because who knows? Who knows what the hell I'm gonna hit? I'm just. I'm just gonna hit the break like this. Alcohol by Cheers. volume, Kevin oh, Show. Hey, hey. Oh, the name of the show. Hey, more like radio, less like crap. Want more alcohol by volume? Because I'm kind of drunk for this. Let's shit nuts. Download past episodes at morelikeradio.org. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash alcohol by volume. Like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash MLR alcohol by volume. And follow along on Twitter at MLR underscore alcohol. I find you're drunk in this theater. You're on appeal. I am drunk, or I wouldn't be talking to you. The newest episodes of Talk Radio Meltdown air first on More Like Radio. Listen to new episodes every Friday starting at 4 p.m. Eastern at morelikeradio.com. More Like Radio has a lot of great shows, including ours. Talk Radio Meltdown every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern on More Like Radio. Listen in at morelikeradio.com. Hey, smokers, you stink. I'm not talking about your character. That's a given. I'm talking about your clothes. It's time to kick the butts and move over to something more pleasant. I'm talking about e-cigs from Smokeless Image. They're cheaper than cigarettes, don't smell, and are available in a wide variety of flavors ranging from mints, fruits, desserts, or the traditional tobacco flavors if that's what you want. Simply go to tinyurl.com slash mlrsmoke for all your vaping needs. That's tinyurl.com slash mlrsmoke. Wednesday night at 11 p.m., Tune into More Like Radio for two hours of wrestling talk on Markout Radio with Dark Fox and Friends. Fistful of assholes! Excuse me? Fistful of assholes? Really? You want me to say that? Just do the bit. <sighs> Alright, you're such a diva now that you have your own show with guest host Punchy, Greenway, and whoever else shows up on Skype or in Fox's creepy basement studio. The smell of cum and beer doesn't make it creepy. Maybe not, but the fleshlight does. Listen, I have a healthy sexual appetite. Thank you very much. What are the anal beads for? Can you just do the bit? Ugh, fine. Jesus, and you wonder why people get Marianne to do the audio bits. Markout Radio live every Wednesday night from 11 p.m. Eastern on More Like Radio. This is it, the apocalypse. Hey, are you absolute garbage? Let me guess, an alcoholic? A drug addict? When was the last time you were even out of your house? Well, why don't you join us for the Red Show? We're all about personal betterment and self-esteem. I want to do, uh, you know, maybe like uh, City Meets the Swamp, something. Something. I hope it ends up with the fucking city getting eaten by a goddamn alligator. Ambassadors of Peace, at any income level. 
That's what we do here. We're all about olive branches. <laughs> no, you're a fucking white trash asshole. You're about olive fucking garden. Okay? <laughs> One thing we don't forget is how important our fans are. Is there anything more you want to say about any of these uh, cocksuckers that are listening? No, I don't think so. Okay. And we recognize the struggles and hardships of our friends. We don't give a fuck. I hope you relapsed. Burn in hell, bull. Oh, my God. God, what are you I meant I love you, bro. Get better. So come join us live Wednesday nights and experience functional substance abuse on The Red Show. Only on More Like Radio. You're doing some things with Enya, correct? I I hope you end your life. Now get off the the microphone while I talk to my pal. You know the way to start of the last episode? We went through uh, different nationalities, you know. And now people know that we're Irish. <laughs> and now people know that we're all shite at accents <laughs> as well. <laughs> but I was wondering, is it prejudiced to not make fun of, like, all of the countries? Where are you going for here? We'll name check every country on the show. That way no one can be mad. How about that? I can do Swedish. Oh, yeah. Well. Birdie, birdie. <laughs> <laughs> and to the Italians? Papa the poopy. Papa the poopy. <laughs> okay. To the Mexicans? Hey, hey man. <laughs> uh, Spain? <laughs> uh, Singapore? Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Australians? Cockerel Doom Dark. No. A big loop, are you? <laughs> no, that sounds That's like Limerick or something. <laughs> That's right, we never slide off the Irish, do we? Someone put a bomb in me potato. <laughs> there you go. OSW Review. All Irish, all racist. Saturday's noon east. Join Halls and Rorschach as they bring you the news you need to get you through your weekend. Ali, Ali, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, Ali, I'm outside right now. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's really boring hard out here. Uh, Sounds like it. Where are you at? Are you in Antarctica? <laughs> Wait a minute, Holly. I see somebody coming toward me. There's a, there's a man coming toward me. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, what, you, uh, uh, what are you doing in my yard? I'm getting too old for this shit. guys, it's Halls from It's All About Me. Join Rorschach and myself every Saturday from noon to 2 Eastern Time right here on More Like Radio. Do you like video games? Are you a little antisocial? Well, listen to Antisocial Gamer Radio Tuesdays from 3 to 5 on morelikeradio.com. If you're ready for pro wrestling like it's never been seen before, pro wrestling meant for an adult audience, and pro wrestling where nobody says brother or tells you you can't see them, check out Combat Zone Wrestling, the most innovative, high-flying, hard-hitting, ultra-violent promotion on the planet today. Combat Zone Wrestling. Visit us at www.czwrestling.com. The Cousin Joe Show. Now, I know what a crack vial is because there was one time I went to go score Coke, and this guy in Patterson asked for Coke, and he goes, all right. And like usual, they got it all set up great. They got fucking... 
they got all their they're like fucking 14 year old kids on bicycles riding around the corner to flag the dealer if the cops are around like just as lookouts while I'm parked and the guy goes in the apartment or whatever and gets the shit comes out with these vials of it looks like salt and I'm like what is this it's coke and the way he looked at me and said it I'm like I'm not arguing with this guy I'm not I'm just gonna pay take it and I tried stiffing crack I didn't realize till like two minutes later I'm like why is my nose getting clogged with shit I'm like oh wait this isn't coke this is, these are crack rocks but they were <laughs> they were they look like like sea salt they're like fucking <laughs> so you just you got overcharged I remember I went to go crack. get a haircut right after that and I was looking in the barber shop I did no, everything no. I called hey, back then. It was crack. It was just part of my day. What are it you talking about? Them out. I remember looking in the mirror, going like, "Shit!" Because they started to fall out of my nose. Tune in to the Cousin Joe Show live Thursday night, seven to ten on More Like Radio. A ton of water stronger than Owen Hart's safety harness. MoreLikeRadio.com Other internet radio stations are gay. Okay, so what would cheer Mallory up? What does she like? Archer and money and liquor. Besides that... Some different liquor. You know what always cheers me up? We're not giving her cocaine. I was gonna say cock. Yes, dude. Ow! You done? I am. Thank you. Ass. And Pam, that's not a bad idea. Hmm. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that. I mean, even for me, Let it's... me stop you before you say what it is you think I'm talking about. Getting shitty drunk on two different kinds of liquor, dressing up like Mr. Archer, and banging the old lady with a strap... <laughs> Ow! That's not what I had in mind. Okay, good. Because the dressing up like Mr. Archer part makes it kind of weird. I... I'd have to be super drunk. Like, so drunk, I bet I wouldn't even enjoy... <laughs> Welcome back to Alcohol by Volume, hour number two. Uh, so, Scrams, would it, would it be safe to say that you, you'd like it in the can? What, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I guess I will have to anticipate this. Um, I, I, just, I guess I'm just going to vamp for a second here because I know uh, I'm going to have an incoming caller in a moment. I'm psychic. I know it's going to happen. Either that or, you know, in the chat, you'd know it. Um, if anybody else wants to Skype in, too, you're welcome to. I'll call by volume, all one word, or the phone number 862-345-7125. That's 862-ALCOHOL. Um, uh, here we go. Make sure I got my levels up here. Up. Hello, sir. Uh, there's no need for this to get racist, so <laughs> why don't we just both hang up right now? Wait, what happened? <laughs> I, before it even starts, let's just kill it right before it starts. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, sure, uh, fine. No, yeah, that uh, the Urban Weed Ale, the yellow label three one two, right? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's. I don't. It, it. I mean, it's very. It's very simple, but it's awesome. Yeah, it's been kind of the um, like go to you know Chicago party beer for a while for like I don't know five years now, but. They just came out with this green label. That it's a it's a pale ale made with wheat, and it's five nine percent. Huh. Okay. And, it's, I, it's, and I've probably seen that one before too. Oh, five four. I'm sorry. Uh, and it's okay. got a thirty IBU on there, but it's it's very good. That's and that's a low IBU for a for a pale too. So that's pretty good. 
I think that's why I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, um, like, uh, was uh, Sierra Nevada's pale ale. I know theirs is on the lower end, too, and that's another pale ale that I like, even though I'm getting into the IPAs now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know people that are into, like, super, super hoppy stuff, and it's just, uh, it's not my gig. Yeah, it's like the the, um, the Stone and Joy by IPAs. I want to try the current one that's out only because, you know, just in the interest of research, I know I'm probably not going to enjoy it all that much. The, the super hoppy stuff, I just still cannot do it. Yeah, I I don't know. I have people that like all day IPA. That's all right. I can drink that. Type exactly. Of stuff. Yeah. Um, like that one. Um, uh, like out here, uh, Weyerbacher has Last Chance IPA. That's another kind of sessionable one. E- even the 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 Stone uh, Go to IPA. That one, I was expecting them to somehow figure out a way to make it sessionable, but still knock you on your ass with the hoppiness. But it's actually a really nice even level. But if you get a chance, pick up some of this. I don't know if the green stuff's out there yet, because this is the first time I saw it last week. Okay. The urban pale ale, they call it. I'm going to keep a, I'm gonna keep an eye out wheat. for that. Yeah, because I, I, remember, I remember reading about it, and I, I want to say that, you know, I, I probably have seen it. I've just probably seen it online, and I'm thinking I saw it in stores or something. All right. Well, I just wanted to instead of typing back and forth about <laughs> the same the same named beer in two different types. <laughs> yeah, that does make it a little confusing, I suppose. I, you know, the guy at the beer store at the store that I go to here in Indiana, he's like, "Oh, I got some new stuff," and he's walking me through, showing me stuff, and he's like, "He's like, we got the new, he's like, we got the three twelve. He called it too. Oh, okay. It's three, it's three I, one two, but he goes, we got the new three, you know, three twelve, and I was like, you mean three one two? And he points to it, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, I've been drinking that shit for half a decade, and that's not what it is, you know. So I figured it's sort kind of, you know, if they're, it's like a, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a wheat pale ale, which yeah. is kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's very easy to drink. Like I said, it's only five four, but for, for yeah, that on, that herb yeah. wheat ale is very good, and it's it's yeah. good in cans too. And I don't know if I've seen it in cans out here, but. Yeah, I, I I know I can find it easily enough in the bottles out here. So I mean, th- this one I think is going to be another just kind of standard for me because, like, y- you probably have those ones that w- when you're not thinking of anything special, it's like uh, I don't want to you know go anything adventurous. You know, I just I just want beer. This is one of those that I'll go to. Yeah, and I I use it a lot for you know I mean that's what I drink it for. But something else, speaking of cans, do you, do you like stuff in cans? I'm starting to like it more and more. Yeah. So there's one beer that I don't like out of the tap. I think it tastes like garbage. It's tolerable out of a bottle, and I think it's amazing in a can. And it's the Kugel Summer Shandy. You the, know what? I, I, the, I think I, do, I did have that in the can, and that one is much better in the can. It just tastes a little different. And actually, what I'll do with that is I like to toss um, – I'll pour it into a red cup. So that leaves, you know, like three ounces at the top, and yeah. I'll just top it off with, you know, like a half inch of Simply Lemonade ah. during the summer, and just kind of, it's good for just sitting out on the porch kind of drinking stuff, you know? But just give it a little sweetness to it, and it kind of thins out the, because you can drink through that stuff pretty quick. Oh, yeah, you know? I mean, th- that stuff, I mean, that that can pretty much just go down like juice. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, and it's so sweet, and it'll it'll ball up in your belly pretty quick if you're drinking it, like, at the beach, and it's 95 degrees out, so... Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to let you go, and uh, good show. Hockey 
is more important than beer. I think we can all agree, though. Yeah, I'm going to have to open up the scoreboard soon just to keep an eye on the wings. <laughs> all right, well, I'll talk to you later, bud. Okay, thanks, Grams. Yep. Bye. That was Scrambler from The Red Show. Check him out Wednesdays 9 to 11. Uh, also with P-Rock and Footer and Texie. I guess I guess those guys are okay. Uh, I, I, I admit I, I listened to their most recent show. I believe it was yesterday. And, oh, God, poor, poor Texie. Poor Texie. Oh, I, I heard that he was pretty well smashed through the end of the show. I have to admit that he seemed to, well, he seemed to be handling himself okay, although got himself a little bit whiny when uh, when Dutch called in. And uh, I don't know, he he, he seemed alternate, uh, alternatively... Um, alter, al- no, alternately, um, <laughs> oh, damn it. See, I thought, okay, Red Sox in the chat says nothing happened. He was fine. See, I, I, I was here and then he was completely sloshed. So I, I, I never know. I, I see what happens in WhatsApp and I never know what's real. Um, but yeah, it, it, there, there was a good, there was a good, oh, okay. Yeah. He said, Alan said he was completely sober when he left. So, um, I will believe Alan. I will believe Alan. Um, but there, there, there was a there was a good back and forth between him and Dutch. Uh, it seemed like he was alternating between pretty much wanting to call Dutch a motherfucker for not following him on Twitter, and then professing his love for Dutch. If you haven't heard it, download last week's Red Show. Uh, go to morelikeradio.org, look up the Red Show, and you'll you'll uh, find it. Oh, and and okay, Scrams is debating this here, <laughs> saying that Tex was beyond drunk. You know what? If Tex was beyond drunk, though. He was he was handling himself better than I have. I mean, you know, you look at my uh, my uh, anniversary show antics, where um, it resulted in sixteen hundred emails sent to Hammy because I couldn't save the show properly in the Dropbox. Uh, my birthday shenanigans, where I blacked out and ended up in the ER. I, I think Texi handled. No, I, damn it! I you know what? I did listen though. I I heard I listened all the way to the end. I did listen to the Red Show, goddammit. He d- he sounded like he was drinking, but he was getting that... Um, trying to think of the best way to describe it. He was like, no, but I love Dutch. He was getting that kind of thing. And it wasn't progressing into full-on anger at Dutch. Seriously, if you have not, if you did not listen to the last Red Show, download it morelikeradio.org. I did listen. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I, I can't gauge other people's drunkenness. Apparently, you know, I don't know. Some some people are better at functioning with alcoholism than others. Um, I'm okay with functioning with it, but when I get blackout drunk, that's when all bets are off. So, ah, okay, back to the news. This is out of the Denver Post. Left Hand Brewing, one of my uh, favorites. They do a fantastic milk stout they are trying to trademark the name nitro or the uh, term nitro so uh at first glance that would seem to be kind of a motherfucker move so they have three different beers in their nitro lineup they have the milk stout nitro the sawtooth nitro ale and wake up dead nitro which is a russian imperial stout i've had the milk stout nitro um and to be honest, uh, I, I like the regular. I like the regular milk stout better. Um, I think I actually got an image here of the three. 
the different varieties too. Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the beer burps. Ugh. It's been a while since I've had that on the show. But you see the three bottles there. So Nitro is pretty prominent on their labels. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to morelikeradio.com slash live, join in the live chat, blah, 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 blah. Um, so there, there are three widgetless nitrogenated beers. Guinness, for example, has a widget in their cans to nitro their beer. That, I personally prefer it to Left Hand's method of nitrogenating the beer in the bottle. I don't maybe I need to try the milk stout again. I mean I've I've had the sawtooth, I've had the milk stout. I think I've had the wake up dead regular but not the nitro. Um I don't know, maybe I need to give the milk stout nitro another go. Um yeah, it, Scrams says the nitro bit isn't worth an extra $2 for a sixer. And I'm that, that's kind of where I'm at with that. It 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 just does not seem worth it. Um when when you open a Guinness, you really get that you know th- that push of the nitro. Whereas with the left-hand stuff, I don't really get any difference out of it, honestly. Uh, and I'm not taking shots, Red Sox. Sorry. Not tonight. I, I don't, well, <laughs> probably shouldn't tell you guys this, but I will anyway. No, I, I, I only have, let's see, three, aside from my aside from my 312 sitting here, I still have three bottle. well, technically two bottles of booze and one jar of booze. Uh, sitting next to me, uh, I still have eh, about two thirds of a bottle of Busted Barrel Dark Rum, which is uh from um. Damn it! I'm oh god! I'm blanking on the. Hold on a second. Want to make sure I give them proper credit for their uh, Jersey Artisan Distilling. It's the first distillery in New Jersey since Prohibition. It's actually really, really good rum. I don't know how far they distribute, but it it's really, really smooth and really, really good stuff. Uh, put that back. I got a shelf over here. That's why. Okay. Um, then I also have still a little bit of my Lucid Absinthe, and then um, actually most of my jar of Midnight Moon, uh, Moonshine, the apple pie stuff, I think the reason I haven't drank a lot of that was because I initially bought that uh, my uh, birthday weekend uh, before the uh, bowling alley debacle, and I don't know, maybe maybe it just has harsh memories to it. Um, but you know what? Maybe, maybe this weekend I'll ah uh, Red Sox. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> wants me to drink it all. Red Sox wants me dead. I think he wants to take over my show. That that's his for. That's going to be his entry into. Uh, into an MLR show. He's going to take over mine when I die. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dennis wants me to die. Thanks, Dennis. Welcome to the chat, Mr. Western Echo. Um, the Midnight Moon Apple Pie is really good. Uh, I don't know. I, I keep forgetting it's down here. Uh, mixes great with a cola. So I have a whole bunch of diet cola upstairs, so I don't know why I don't do that more often. And it's because I keep buying beer, and I, and I watch my calories because I'm trying to watch my figure, and I run four miles every day, and I count my calories, and um, hashtag shark mode. I don't know. Okay, at least Alan says he'd go to my funeral, but it would probably be just to fucking rape my corpse, corpse or something. God damn it, I fucked it up. Ah. Okay, back to the news story. Um, so left hand, they applied for the federal trademark back in September. 
Um, oh, can my funeral be at Joe Louis Arena? Uh, yeah, when they when they demolish it for the new arena, that would be pretty epic, I think. <laughs> God damn it! Oh no, I'm just implying that Allen's a necrophiliac, Dennis. I'm. <sighs> hey, if if I'm dead, I don't give a shit what you do to me. <laughs> well, actually, no way. Those are you know what. <sighs> This is this is this is going to be a gift to you, Dennis. Use it wisely. If I'm dead, I don't care what you do to me. Fuck my ass. Fuck my face. Come on my back. I don't care. I'm dead. Seven twenty one for you, Dennis. That is gift for you. So I was gonna. What? <laughs> okay, scram's got it. Wait, which first sentence? Which first sentence? God damn it! <laughs> It'll show up in WhatsApp within the next few minutes, probably. Um, so, left hand applied for the federal trademark back in September. Anheuser-Busch got into this. They asked for it, and they were granted an extension to file opposition to it. They have until June 18th of this year. Now, I don't know why... Um, <laughs> God damn it, Red Sox. Yeah, keep it all. Get rid of the dead part. Something... <laughs> I probably I probably said it in such a cadence that it would be easy to do that. I don't know why. Ugh. Son of a bitch. There's a promo for you guys. Ugh. Context, phrasing, I don't know. So I, I don't know why Anheuser-Busch has any stake in this copyright unless they're planning some new nitro beers of their own. I got this from the article. Uh, Terry Vogt, vice president of communications for Anheuser-Busch, said in a statement... As a brewer, we have produced our own nitrogenated beers. Now, I, I kind of take issue with that. <laughs> Oxdale in the chat says, loves it when uh, I get pissed at myself. Sounds like I have Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> yeah, when, when I get pissed at myself, it's just like, God damn, motherfucking cock shit. Fucking shit. God damn it. That's basically it. Um, actually, that's, that's probably about 50% of my day. Um, but... It, Anheuser-Busch, I don't really think they've produced their own nitrogenated beers like this. Um, The only one that comes to mind is Boddington's Pub Ale. Otherwise, it's just their Goose Island on draft, and that's it. And draft doesn't really count when it comes to nitro. Nitro on draft is just kind of one of those facts of life. Uh, But beyond Boddington's, I don't think they have any other nitro beers, so... I got to think that they're planning something in the future. And, uh, oh, welcome to the chat, J5. Uh, You should stay tuned for his show after mine. Unsigned hype. I listen every week when he's, uh, you know, not working or out of town or, you know, whatever. Good show. Good show, sir. And yes, Scrams, Boddington's is delicious. Uh, In fact, uh, the not the last Devils game that I went to, but uh, the one before that uh, that the Red Wings actually won. Uh, they they had Boddington's there in the can, and I insisted on buying that because it's so delicious. Um. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, I forgot. Yep, I I wished him it on uh, on Facebook, but I'll say it again: Happy birthday, J Five, and everybody should uh, should hit up. J5's Facebook page and wish him some uh, happy birthday greetings or 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 the uh, the MLR Facebook or or even better even better go to the Facebook page of one Mr. Joe Coletta 
and wish J5 a very happy birthday. I'm sure Coletta would appreciate that. <laughs> um, so she continued, and like many other brewers, large and small, we need to maintain the ability to identify them to consumers. No, you don't, because you don't have nitro beers. Uh, we've not formally opposed the trademark application, but the extension lengthens our window to do so. I think this trademark it would more directly affect craft brewers like Oscar Blues. They have um, they filed a trademark for their Old Chub Nitro in cans. Um, actually, just this month, um, Left Hand's basically given their blessing to Oscar Blues, particularly because it's canned, not bottled. Um, oh yeah, and also Happy Birthday, Hammy! Happy Birthday, Hammy! Wish uh, Hammy a happy birthday on Joe Coletta's Facebook page as well, because it's only right. Uh, however, uh, Left Hand's trademark registration, they make no mention of bottles in there specifically, so it's much more broad. It's covering, quote, a brewed malt-based alcoholic beverage in the nature of a beer. Uh, a lawyer got into this, you know, Mike Laszlo, a uh, lawyer from Boulder. He said, such an agreement between Left Hand and Oscar Blues, assuming Left Hand gets the rights to the mark, would amount to left hand granting Oscar Blues a license to use the term, but an agreement in writing would be wise for both parties. And like Scram said in the chat here, it's just Anheuser Busch flexing their big beer muscle. That's pretty much what it is. Um, they they don't want you know they don't want they don't want the craft brewers getting a good foothold of stuff like that. Ooh. And Sherry says in the chat, I don't even know if Mitch is listening tonight, and maybe he'll catch this on the download, and at that point it'll be too late, but uh, apparently Mitch just got a case of beer. Nice. Sherry, you'll have to let me know uh, what you got, because I'm kind of curious now. Um, so left-hand president Eric Wallace, he was asked if an approved trademark would give them cause to seek to prevent other brewers from using the term. Wait, I... I uh... Oh, okay. Uh, I say Sherry's name all sexy? Sherry? What? I don't know. Do do, do I? I never realized I did it. Are you saying I should be a spokesperson for Sherry's berries? Chocolate-covered strawberries? Use the discount... Oh, no, actually, wait. No, they're not a sponsor. Never mind. Um, Let's see. Give them cause to okay. Yeah, um, ask it if, if an approved trademark would give them cause to seek to prevent other brewers from using the term. He said it depends. Didn't elaborate further. He indicated he's more concerned about other bottled nitro beers coming in the market as opposed to nitro beers on draft. Which, like I said before, those are you know, kind of a given. I mean, you know, Guinness on draft—that's a nitro beer right there. Uh, to me, nitro seems like such a general term in brewing now. It almost seems to me like trying to trademark. I don't know, dry hopped or uh, bourbon barrel aged. Um, oh, let's see here. Um, oh, did did you get a variety pack, Sherry? I'm seeing the names here. Buck Stout, Firehouse, Paleo IPA, which he can give away. <laughs> I don't know. May, maybe, maybe that will be his gateway IPA that we can get him into them. Because, I mean, I, I was able to do it. So, um, and Slimy Pebble. I'm guessing, I want to say, damn, I'm trying to think of the brewing company now. Um, Damn it. Um, Oof. I'm 
I'm trying to think of what brewing company it is. Uh, let's see. Of course, the the Paleo IPA. I know uh, Mitch would Mitch would complain just about the name. Let's see. Oh, you know what? Uh, I thought the names were familiar, but apparently they are not. Uh, North Country Brewing out of Pennsylvania. Um, let's see. Where are they? Out of in Pennsylvania. They are out of. Oh, Slippery Rock. That makes sense with uh, the slimy pebble. <laughs> Very cool, very cool. I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna have to look into those now, Sherry. I'm, I'm curious about uh, that particular brewing company. Let's see. Yeah, I see. Uh, Slimy Pebble Pills. I see the Paleo IPA. And you know what? Mitch might actually like that because it, since it's an American IPA, it's um, I don't know more. Me- I found the American IPAs to be more mellow than uh, the others, than the regular IPAs. Uh, let's see. Buck Stout and Firehouse. Um, is it, yeah, uh, oh, is it Buck Snort Stout, American Stout, and then Firehouse? Uh, oddly enough, I don't see Firehouse on Beer Advocate, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, I'll just, eh, you know what, I'll leave that be. It's in the chat. Yeah. So, um, where the hell was I? Oh, okay. Nitro. Pretty general term. I mean, at least that's kind of the way I see it. Now, in registration of a beer name, if you, I don't know, I'm trying to think. um, Okay, for instance, say you have um, the beer, Fegley's Bourbon Barrel Insidious Imperial Stout. Okay, Sherry said Firehouse is a Ruby Ale. Ruby Ales are good, good. I think Mitch will like that. I think Mitch will very much enjoy that. Caps are beating the Kings. Yes! Wait. I sh- shouldn't be cheering for that, but eh, fuck it. I want the Caps to succeed. I don't care. Especially succeed over Pittsburgh. So, so Fegley's Bourbon Barrel Insidious Imperial Stout. The name as a whole would be trademarked for Fegley's, but not specifically the terms Bourbon Barrel or Imperial Stout. Those are general brewing terms. So, the, like, the Bourbon Barrel aged part of the name that would be Disclaimed. Um, now it gets a little tricky here because Oscar Blues, they didn't disclaim nitro in their registration of old Chubb nitro. So this gets a little, I I guess, complicated when it comes to that. Uh, their first commercially, yeah, see, this is the problem with hour number two. My tongue gets all fucking over itself. Um, the first commercial use of the old Chubb nitro name was back in 2008, so that could provide some problems for Left Hand. And, yeah, Western Echo in the chat. Hashtag retard tongue. That, that, that's pretty much it. I, when I drink, I got retard tongue. That's what it comes down to. I will not deny that. It remains to be seen if Nitro will qualify for a trademark for Left Hand. The government can reject marks that are, quote, merely descriptive meaning a term describing an ingredient, quality, characteristic, function, feature, purpose, or use of the specified goods or services. In my opinion, that fits, just kind of like dry hopped or bourbon barrel aged would. It qualifies as an ingredient or a feature. Um, I'm all for protecting one's product via trademark, but this seems like a strange move by left hand to do that. I'm you know, not a lawyer. I've never claimed to be because I'd be shit in a courtroom anyway. But I... 
really don't see this claim going through for for left hand, especially if Anheuser-Busch throws their money and lawyers at it trying to oppose the mark. I mean, if Anheuser-Busch officially does try and oppose it, it I, I think left hand's done with this. They're, they are not going to have the money to fight something like that. But see what happens with that. It, it, it It's weird. It, trademarks and all that. It, I mean, we, we saw the whole bit with Magic Hat trying to kind of protect their Starburst on their label against... I can't even remember the other brewer now that was doing it. But it was close. It seemed like they were really, you know, you know, I don't know. Ah, my vocabulary just died. Oof. I don't know. It, it it seems like they're they're grasping at straws when it comes to that. But I don't know. See what happens with left hand on this. Um, next big one that popped up this week, and this is something that is near and dear to my heart. This is from Time Magazine or Time.com or whatever the fuck their website is. Starbucks is officially expanding into the booze business. Two of my favorite things, Starbucks and booze coming together beautifully. Sort of, sort of. Now, Starbucks, they've been testing alcohol sales in Seattle, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Atlanta. And they're planning on expanding that offering around the country to thousands of Starbucks locations over the next few years. They initially started their testing in Seattle back in 2010. As would be expected, Starbucks testing in Seattle, that's no surprise. Then they expanded in 2012 to 25 locations in those aforementioned cities. Well, the testing apparently proved successful. They're going to roll it out to 40 locations by the end of the year. It's still a drop in the bucket when it comes to Starbucks. I mean, there, there's probably 40 of them in New York City alone, honestly. Uh, but uh, they say it could reach 2,000 in the coming years. So a decent spread. Not Still not all the Starbucks, but a good chunk. Um, so what's on the menu for this? It's going to be termed Starbucks Evenings. It's going to start after 4 p.m. in those select locations. That's, that's perfect for me because I get out of work at 4. Uh, the options are going to be bottled beer or wine, not cocktails. That mm, that worries me a little bit, but I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, the selection is going to vary depending on locality. Uh, I would like to think that when it comes to the beers, for instance, they could partner with local craft brewers and get selections in there like that. Um, Customers will be carded. It's not surprising with that. And what is kind of surprising is that they'll try and retain the cafe atmosphere. They don't want it to turn into a bar atmosphere, which I I can appreciate that. I I, I did the bar thing. I, I, I I can't deal with that. I prefer a cafe atmosphere. It's just me. Um, anybody working in a Starbucks that serves alcohol would have to be 21 or older, and that's not surprising, although I wonder if they'd make it shift-dependent, meaning if you work past 4 p.m., you have to be 21 or over. Uh, I don't know. The articles I read didn't go into that much detail on it. They're also going to be introducing small food items to go with the drinks, like bacon-wrapped dates. I like bacon. I don't know if I like dates, though. I admit I've never eaten a date before. 
And I also just realized that could be horribly taken out of context. Um, and also truffle mac and cheese, which uh, I've never had truffles before, but I like mac and cheese, so why not? Uh, there's no weird word on the beer selections yet. Again, I think that's going to really vary from city to city. Um, but the wine selection's been diverse in the testing. Chicago had a Prosecco, Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, Brichetto, uh, Pinot Noir, Malbec, Chianti, and uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. So, I mean, a good selection there. Uh, I don't know exactly which wineries they were from, but they had them. Personally, when it comes to... They say they're not going to be doing cocktails. I would like to see them have spirits available, available, be it Bailey's, Kahlua, rum, vodka, just to be able to do like Mexican coffees and stuff like that. I mean, it, it would make perfect sense you know, you're a coffee shop, why not still use that coffee element in the Starbucks evenings concept? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Um, It would also be neat to see them eventually have an exclusive house beer served on tap. Again, potentially a collaboration with local craft breweries. There are lots of possibilities there. I mean, you know, in... um, I'm trying to, well, like out here, for instance, you could see a Starbucks do a collaboration with uh, Cricket Hill in uh, California. You could wait. Is a oh god, see shit now. Now I'm forgetting where where my uh, where my breweries are. Jesus. Uh, okay, yeah, in California. I mean, you could see some collaboration with Stone. Um, in Delaware, I think. Am I getting that right? Uh, yeah. In Delaware, have some kind of uh, collaboration with Dogfish Head. There are so many possibilities there. Um, I don't know. It, it, you'd have to think that Starbucks would jump at that kind of opportunity. Um, now, if any listeners in those test markets actually got to experience Starbucks evenings, like I said, uh, Seattle, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Atlanta... Uh, I'm actually interested in hearing from you, seeing what you thought of it. Uh, you can drop me an email at kevin at morelikeradio.com or you can message me on Twitter at MLR underscore alcohol. I, uh, I'm very curious to see how those uh, test markets went and uh, if the Time article is more of a press release kind of thing or you know if it's really an honest assessment of it all. Uh I guess this is the last one I can, uh, last news story I can go over. Because why not end on some fucking bad news uh, before the new beer releases and reveals for the week? Um, why do I keep thinking my cell phone's blinking? Oh, son of a bitch, my cell phone is blinking at me. Uh-oh, who? Oh, okay, I mentioned myself on Twitter. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Damn, Twitter tags, stuff. Sorry about that. Um... I should probably close that cell phone now. Okay. Uh, This is a story from the National Post. I go over all those studies where, you know, they show how, you know, a drink or two a week or a day or an hour or whatever is good for you. This sadly isn't one of those. Um, This is actually the complete opposite end of the spectrum, which um, made me a little sad when I read it. Um, 
apparently um, a study published March 8th in Acta Neurologica Scandinavica concluded that men who drink alcohol more than twice a week, that's it, more than twice a week, shit, um, they uh, saw a threefold increase of the risk of dying of a stroke compared to men who don't consume alcohol at all. So basically, the more a man drinks, the more likely he is to die of a stroke. Great. Oh. Um, it's just more proof that no matter what, everything is going to kill us eventually. That I mean, that that's all we can really count on at this point. Again, I, studies like this, e- even even the positive studies, I take them with a grain of salt because, as we all know, if we've you know studied any kind of studies, correlation does not imply causation. Um, son of a bitch. <laughs> Scram said they also have a greater chance of having an internet radio show. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, yeah, you, you do the you do the co- correlation and causation. You know, I drink a lot, therefore I have a very popular internet radio show. Therefore, everybody that drinks could have a popular internet radio show. No, it doesn't work like that. You have to be charismatic like me, and a stumbling, bumbling idiot. Oof. Um, let's see if I'm gonna get pistol whipped. Uh. There we go. Um, so over 2,500 middle-aged men took part in the study, which was conducted over a 20-year period. The information about alcohol consumption was gathered through a survey charting how many times they drank per week and how much. Um, so again, take it with a grain of salt. Did they take into account other health aspects of these individuals? Family histories. Are they referring to ischemic strokes? I think I'm pronouncing that right. Which are the uh, blood clot type. Or hemorrhagic strokes, which are blood in the brain. You know, it, I I don't get information. Ooh, nice gift there, Dennis. A little bit of Doctor Who in the chat right now. Um, damn, we're not getting Doctor Who until the end of the year, aren't we? Oof. Um, so, okay, what else causes strokes? Let's list the causes. High blood pressure. Um, I can't pronounce this. Arthel, arth, ooh, arth, oh, yes, I can. Arterosclerosis. Heart disease. Listening to the show, as Dennis said. High cholesterol, smoking, diabetes, obesity, blood disorders, and even certain medications like anticoagulants. How many of those 2,500 plus middle-aged men fit into at least one of those categories. What about me? I drink a decent amount, obviously. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm totally off the wagon. I'm drinking during the week. I don't, I don't give a fuck anymore. I mean, it, if, as long as my calories out are uh, greater than my calories in, I, I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Uh, but I don't fit in any of those categories. I, I try and keep myself in shape and relatively healthy, how does that impact the findings of this study? I mean, I, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have high cholesterol. I don't smoke anymore. I don't have diabetes because I'm not black. Um, oh, wait, that's sickle cell. Never mind. Um, I'm not obese anymore. 
But, um, you know, <laughs> Dennis is already making the hammy jokes in chat, so I'm not even going to worry about it. I don't have any blood disorders that I know of. I'm not on any anticoagulant medication, you know, things like that. I, I, I would like to know if they really, you know, went through all different aspects of this study, but it, it, you'd like to think that they have, but I don't think they have, uh, they, they I, I think they reach a conclusion and then they hit the study. Um, fuck, why is that page not reloading? There we go. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, if the booze doesn't kill you, something else inevitably will. Car crash, cancer, angry spouse, internet radio show, pictures of Budweiser, you know, whatever. Um, just drink and enjoy responsibly. Don't hurt others with your drinking. <clears throat> Taxi. <clears throat> And honestly, you'll you know you'll be just fine. So, um. oh shit, Phoenix is beating Pittsburgh right now in the first period. Ah, Flurry, you suck. Sorry, uh, I I caught up on the scores there. I I, I apologize for that. Um, so I guess now is about the time to uh, hit up the. <laughs> oh God. Okay, when I when I was looking up those beers. Uh, that uh, Sherry had mentioned in the chat. One of them uh, was named uh, Buck Stout, and I think it was actually um, there was something else to it. It was like Buck um, Buck Snout Stout or something like that. But uh, <laughs> I looked up Buck Stout, and the first two images, actually no, the second the second image that is apparently courtesy of FindAGrave.com. Um, I don't know. This 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 guy looks like a classy motherfucker. Th- this is this is Buck. Oh no, that's not Buck Stout. God damn it! Delete that chat message, motherfucker. Uh, view image. This is Th- Seth Buck Stout, and he no, not Buck Angel. Do not. I'm not into the uh, the dudes with the vaginas. I I I would prefer. Um, Wow! Oh my God! What? Ah! Why am I blanking on her name? The, the 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 chick with the dick. Holy crap! See, okay, I will say this: I I may not suffer from a stroke, but I am suffering from memory loss. Um, what the fuck? What the? What the? Hell? She's on my goddamn Twitter feed. I am so confused here. Um, Bailey J, thank you, Scrams. Thank you. Wow! What the fuck is wrong with? The- Oh, now Dennis is doing it, too. With the bad, bad image tags in the chat. I don't blame you. Okay, you see, that, that's that's uh, that's Buck Angel. Now can we get an image of Bailey? Oh, yes. Okay. Ah! You see... <laughs> Wait, who, who deleted the image of Bailey J? Ah! <laughs> I don't know. Bailey J has great tits, and you know what? The, the, if if you do follow her on Twitter, she actually is a good follow on there. She seems extremely, you know, intelligent and educated in what she speaks of. So, I, I Buck Angel though scares the shit out of me because he looks. I don't know. He just he he looks like he'd kick the shit out of you. Okay, and Dennis posted a good one of uh, Bailey J in the chat now. I mean, come on. She she's absolutely adorable. I mean, you can overlook the fact that she has a penis, right? 
748. Although the fact that I said she may actually help that. She is... With those tits? Come on. Uh, I I don't... I do not think it's gay to, you know, I don't know, stick your cock in Bailey J's mouth. I don't think that's gay. Maybe if you jerk her off, it might be a little gay. But what what if you what if you get her to come on her tits? Is it still gay at that point? I don't know. There's there, there's a gray area there. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And this show just got really really weird, didn't it? God damn it! And I'm scared to find out who guest number four six two four two two is in the chat there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um what the hell oh yeah, I was getting into the new releases and reveals for the week. Jesus Christ. See, I love it. Oh, okay. It's Oxtail. Apparently, uh apparently he got booted? What happened? Uh do you need me to boot your other uh your other persona there, sir? Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> uh. I'm not, okay, Alan, I'm not saying I want to fuck a tranny, but if I had to fuck a tranny, Bailey J is not a bad option. That's all. And it's not Bailey J's delicious penis that would derail me. It's Bailey J's delicious rack. And come on, she's cute. She's adorable. Okay, fuck it. I'm, new beer releases and reveals for the week. Fuck you guys. God damn it, 749. Fuck. Oh, this is going to be one of those weeks, isn't it? And see, this, this, is, this is why I avoid... Well, I don't necessarily avoid WhatsApp, but... Uh, yeah. I avoid the notifications on WhatsApp and just kind of let things run their course. Yeah, Scrams, Scrams is more accurate. 721 to 750. That's probably about right. Uh, uh, okay, Oxtail's on his phone. That explains it. So this is from Dock Street Brewing Company. It's called Walker. It's a zombie-themed beer, and it's brewed with actual brains. Yes, actual brains. It's roasted goat brains, but brains nonetheless. I wonder what that would bring to the flavor. I mean, I would... Th- oh, damn. Okay, now we're, now we're just all into Bailey J pictures. Um... And yes, yes, Alan, I would let Bailey J blow me. Um, and yeah, Foams has a good point. He says he'd totally fuck her. Wouldn't let her fuck him though. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm in the same, uh, same train of thought as Foams right there. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> that's 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 a that's a that's a exit only. I mean. You know, maybe a little finger, maybe a little finger up in the hiney, but uh, not not a cock, not a cock, no way. And Scrams with the quote of the show, and I will I will say this proudly, and if anybody wants to cut it, whatever. If you wouldn't fuck Bailey J, you are a huge faggot. Seven fifty one. Okay, so this is the brain beer, brain beer, roasted goat brains. It's also brewed with organic cranberries to give it more of a blood red hue. It's an American pale stout. You have to admit you don't see that style a lot. 7.2% ABV would make its debut. Uh, actually, it made its debut. I'm sorry. Has not made its debut yet. 
Untap, Dock Street Brewing in Philly, March 30th, in honor of the season finale of The Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> there you go. Alcohol by volume. If you wouldn't fuck Bailey J, you're a huge faggot. Um, as you fuck Bailey, would you give her a reach around? Well, it, it would be impolite not to. And that wouldn't be gay. That's that's just friendly. That that's just that's just courteous. That's just being a gentleman. Um, son of a bitch, Dennis. <laughs> oh, that'll get me some traffic, won't it? Um, yeah, Dennis is. Dennis has a new slogan for the show. Apparently, Rock Art Brewery, Vermont Maple Wheat Ale. I'm almost positive I saw this over the weekend, but I'm not 100 percent certain. Um, let me see, if I can, uh, yeah, I got that. Label art for that. God damn it. I, I gotta get a better position keyboard for that. Um, what? I did not say I was taking midget penis in the ass. I said I would give a reach around. Yeah. Yeah, Foam said he would give her the reach around, and Scram says if you had any common decency, you would. I mean, wait, what? God! <sighs> Dennis, Dennis. I, I, I'm only hoping that you guys have more to do with your time than actually... I did not say that. <laughs> I did not. I did not say anything even close to that sentence there, Dennis. Okay, Vermont Maple Wheat Ale from Rock Art Brewery. Like I said, I, I'm almost positive I saw this over the weekend, but it may have been another wheat ale brewed with maple syrup. I'm not sure. Five point four percent ABV, spring season. Uh, I'm sorry, spring seasonal, brewed with locally sourced maple syrup. Available now on draft and in twenty two ounce bottles. Um, this one I'm actually looking forward to, and I know it's going to show up in my area. And I honestly just love it for the name. This is Evil Genius Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Yes. And, oh God, I'm scared to play that. Let me make sure I have my sounds down before I do that. Open a new tab and reach. Oh, son of a Glad my sounds were... Oh, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Just just to give Scram some satisfaction here, why not? Uh, and go. Sir, I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. <laughs> I have not seen that movie in a long-ass while. Ugh. Anyway, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Yes, I'm not I'm not mumbling over myself. It is actually called Purple Monkey Dishwasher. It is a chocolate peanut butter porter. Apparently Duclaw really started something with Sweet Baby Jesus and it just kind of keeps going on. It was officially introduced at the Red Cedar Grill in Colmar, Pennsylvania and Ulysses Gastropub in Wilmington, Delaware last Thursday. Uh, it is brewed with pale crystal and chocolate malt, as well as roasted barley. Then chocolate and peanut is added post fermentation. I don't know the procedure with Sweet Baby Jesus, but I would have to assume it's probably something kind of similar. It's six point seven percent ABV, debuting in cases and on draft late this month. Now, with Evil Genius, if you remember back, eh, kind of late last year, maybe closer to uh, Halloween. I was pretty pleased with how their chocolate pumpkin porter balanced flavors really well. So this is one that I have high hopes for. Um, Evil Genius, they, they tend to do their beers really well. And um, 
Yeah, I I, I got to agree with Scrams there. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say why, but uh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Red Sox says if Bailey was black, would you still fuck her? Scram says fuck no. Dennis says we're black, and Scram says he's not gay. <laughs> um, well, okay, here's a question: If she were black, but had all the same facial features of everything as Bailey J. Uh, you know, she had, you know, the same the same nose, the same lips. Mm? Mm? Possibly. And how black are we talking here? Are we talking like dark chocolate? Are we talking mocha? I mean, there's, there's a difference. There's a difference. Are we talking like, you know, Aisha Tyler black? Are we talking Nelson Mandela black? There is a difference. Hashtag racist Kev. Let me continue here. I only got a couple more here. Uh, Jolly Pumpkin and Anchorage Brewing collaboration. Calabaza Boreal. Yeah, apparently I'm trying to talk myself into fucking a black tranny. No, I'm not. Live on air. God damn it. Uh, Why do I have five emails in my inbox? It's probably an intervention right about now. Jesus. Uh, okay, this is from Jolly Pumpkin and Anchorage Brewing. Jolly Pumpkin is out of Michigan. Anchorage out of Alaska, as you might suspect. Uh, image here in the chat. Very, very cool label artwork. Calabaza Boreal. It's a Belgian-style beer, more specifically an American wild ale, one of my favorites, aged in oak barrels with grapefruit, grapefruit juice, and peppercorns. It's going to be in 750 milliliter bottles, 7% ABV, arrival still to be determined, but I'd love to see this show up in my area. I do get Jolly Pumpkin out here, so I'm hoping this will show up. Last one for the week. Um, let's see here. Let me make sure I got the... Oh, okay, here we go. Posted this on the Facebook group earlier today. God damn it. Tranny for the anniversary show? <laughs> I don't know what my wife would have to say about that. Um, this is, for Star Trek fans, it's a Klingon-themed beer called Klingon Warnog. I think we got enough nerds here to appreciate this. It was unveiled by CBS Consumer Products and the Federation of Beer. It's brewed under license by Tin Man Brewing of Evansville, Indiana. It is a Danish Rogan Dunkel, basically a dark rye, and the first officially licensed Trek beer to be sold in the U.S. It's going to be making its debut tonight at the nightclub and bar show in Las Vegas. Then it's going to ship in the U.S. and Canada later this year. It looks to be about 5.5% uh, ABV. It's going to be sold in 16-ounce cans. I'm going to be keeping an eye on this for anything further because I'm I'm a Trek fan. I, I, will, I will buy that heartbeat just because. So that's pretty much the show. As always, if there's a local beer you think I should try, drop me an email at kevin at morelikeradio.com and maybe we can try and work out some kind of beer trade uh, check out the ABV beer tasting list tinyurl.com slash ABV beer tasting I've added a bunch of stuff there recently so check that out open spreadsheet you can add stuff on there check out what we're talking about in the Facebook group I do post stuff there occasionally and it's sometimes interesting stuff facebook.com slash group slash alcohol by volume like the ABV Facebook page facebook.com slash MLR alcohol by volume follow me on twitter at E-D-I-C-I-U-S, at M-L-R underscore alcohol. Look me up on Untapped. Yes, there's social media everywhere. Alcohol by volume, all one word. Coming up next, it is the amazing, 
the incredible, the unique. I don't know. I, I got no other adjectives. J5, unsigned hype, followed by Dutch and Royce. I will see you guys next week. Venomous with cold blood and cinnamon No need for nervousness It's just a little turbulence